Hi, this is Gerald Salenti. It's Friday, April 10th, 2020. And here are some of today's trends in the news. Over there in Asia, the markets were mixed and they're closed down for Good Friday. And so what else happened? Well, this is from today's news. S&P enjoys its biggest week in decades. S&P 500 added 39.84 points on Thursday and gained 12% for the week, capping off the biggest week in gains since 1974. One reason analysts have said stocks have proved to be more resilient than expected, central banks have stepped in to provide unprecedented levels of support for the economy. You know what that is? Bullshit. You got it. Bullshit. One more time. Bullshit. Yes, bullshit. They're not pumping up the economy. They're pumping up Wall Street. End of story. The facts are all there, and they're in details in your trends journal that you'll be getting on Tuesday. The Federal Reserve unveiled new programs to provide $2.3 trillion in lending, expanding efforts to reach small and mid-sized businesses. Yeah, that is the small part of it. The central bank also said it would expand its corporate lending programs to riskier types of debt that had previously been excluded. Huh. Previously been excluded. Allowing them to buy corporate debt when all these corporations to get bigger and bigger and bigger went deeper and deeper in debt. This is, it's unparalleled. Right in front of everybody's eyes and nobody really cares. And you turn on these prostitute low lives on CNBC, Bloomberg, and all the others. Well, what do you expect? They have to bail out the corporations. Socialism for the rich. Capitalism for we the people. And on the oil front, you know, they had that oil agreement, but it isn't working. Saudis, Russia agree to cut oil production. Thursday's announcement, before abruptly losing momentum and reversing course, U.S. crude ended down 9.3% lower on the day. Oil accord gets thumbs down. The reason it's getting thumbs down, they could keep lowering this and lowering it and lowering it. Demand is not going to be there. You have more supply. And this is true throughout. There's an inventory explosion. It's not only in oil. Look at all the products in stores from the winter. Hey, you want to buy that winter suit or that winter coat or that winter dress? And now we're in springtime and soon summertime. So spring will be dead. Winter is dead. Inventory buildup, lower prices. Fed's new loans are broadest ever. The central bank also said Thursday it would expand previously announced plans to backstop lending to large companies by supporting 
riskier bonds issued by corporations that had recently lost their investment grade status. Look at this. Any one of us that goes bust, screw you, I will give you a loan. Look what they're doing right in front of everybody's eyes. The banksters are in charge. The severe scale of damage has prompted the Federal Reserve to signal its willingness to buy assets or make loans in any market it thinks will be necessary. What it thinks. It's a private bank. They've destroyed our country. Another slimy lowlife. You know what I say, Harvard, Princeton, Yale, bullets, bombs, and banks. Yeah, Woodrow Wilson, that guy, the Princeton president who brought us into the central bankster system and into World War I. These are the same lowlife politicians that are running and destroying the planet in front of us. Just different names and a different time. Fed faces pitfalls in salvaging muni debt. The Fed has committed trillions of dollars to keep money flowing through markets vital to economic growth. Like the equity markets are vital markets. What else do they say here? including huge purchases of government and mortgage securities and new programs to backstop money market funds and corporate debt markets. This is outrageous. Hey, but it's out of the news. Everybody's concerned about Rosie, queen of coronavirus. Efforts by U.S. to halt economic damage can't keep up. The pandemic could cost the United States a quarter of its restaurants, said Cameron Mitchell, who owns and runs a chain of 21 restaurants in Ohio. This goes on and on and on. Forecasters at Moody Analytics have warned Thursday that some 45 million Americans were at risk of losing their jobs. Businesses were struggling before this in a lot of sectors. This is just going to make a very bad situation worse than the Greatest Depression. Fed moves spur rally in corporate bonds. Investors snapped up the debt of car makers, oil drillers, and other wounded companies after the Federal Reserve said it would lend trillions more. All right. And now the gamblers are back. Fed should pay every American more. Let hedge funds and billionaires get wiped out, says Social Capital CEO, Shamet Paliapatea. He goes on to say, on Main Street today, people are getting wiped out. Right now, rich CEOs are not boards and have horrible governance, are not people. Appearing Thursday on CNBC's Fast Money Halftime, he said the U.S. shouldn't be bailing out billionaires and hedge funds when it's the people on Main Street who are the ones actually getting hurt. Let those businesses fail, but without layoffs, and let the rich stakeholders absorb the pain. 
The people who get wiped out are the speculators who own debt and the equity holders. These are the people who purport to be the most sophisticated investors in the world. They deserve to get wiped out. But the employees don't get wiped out. The pensions typically don't get wiped out. Not when they, again, when they, when they declare bankruptcy. Just to be clear on who we're talking about, we're talking about a hedge funds that serves a bunch of billionaire family offices. Who cares? They don't get the summer in the Hamptons. Who cares? Let them get wiped out. Who cares? The banksters care. Wall Street cares. The media cares. Washington cares. BlackRock paid CEO $25 million last year. Chief Executive Lawrence Fink earned $25.25 million last year, a 5% boost. The pay boost reflects a year in which the world's largest money manager took in record investor money and hit $7.43 trillion. Mr. Fink has emerged as one of the most visible finance executives in the world in recent weeks. And you're ready. BlackRock was tapped by the Federal Reserve Board to steer as much as hundreds of billions of dollars in corporate bond purchases. Could it be any clearer? Could it be any clearer? They could care less about us. The politicians don't care. They get our tax money. They don't have to worry about being out of work. The big corporations, the hedge funds, the private equity groups that make all those lousy gambles and get bigger and bigger and put all the small businesses out of work and make bad bets and have mountains of debt piled up, they don't have to worry. The Federal Reserve will bail them out. The banksters. Hey, it's Easter time. Other than the Easter bunny, huh, isn't it about Jesus Christ? And hey, I'm a warrior for the Prince of Peace. What did he do? He became violent to drive the money changers out of the temple. They haven't changed. They are in the temples of the Eurozone, of China, of Japan, of the United States, and in countries around the world. It's Easter time. And you pay for speaking out against the banksters, don't you? IMF, World Bank, faced deluge of aid requests. Economic pain fuels debate over shutdown. <laughs> fuels debate. We need to have a plan for nationally reopening the economy. We all want it to happen as soon as possible, said the Federal Reserve Chairman Powell. As for when it would reopen the businesses, Powell said, quote, most people expect that to happen in the second half of the year. 
He declined to be more specific. A new task force is expected to consist of Mnuchin, yeah, the, uh, the guy that ran that bank, the foreclosure king, that guy. National Economic Council, Larry Kudlow, oh yeah, another great one. One after another, the same crew, the same crew to screw you and me. WeWork skips rent payments as empty office sites drain revenue. WeWork is out of work. It's gone. People ain't going to want to sit next to each other anymore. We've got to social distance. And they're not going to have enough jobs, people, individuals to start their own. It's going to be down as we see it. Small companies face higher card fees. This is very interesting. They just postponed it for a little bit. But MasterCard and Visa are raising the rates that small businesses have to pay when they cash credit cards in from customers, but lowering for the bigger corporations. It's right here. It's a fact. And that's all this country's become. Corporatism. End of story. Car makers pin hopes on China rebound. Yeah, they got a lot of hopes to repin because you read this story in today's Wall Street Journal, not one mention, not a peep, that auto sales were declining around the world before this happened. They had over a million people unemployed over there in India, just in the car business, you know, the parts and all related. China, all going down. It's not coming back. Farmers dump food as demand drops. Closed restaurants create surplus of milk, eggs, bacon, chicken that grocers can't use. American producers stuck with vast quantities of food they cannot sell or dumping milk, throwing out chicken hatching eggs and rendering pork bellies into lard instead of bacon. Again, you have more supply than demand. So we're going to see deflationary in cost of products. Real estate's going down, automobiles, on, down the line. But inflation is going to rise as they keep printing more and more cheap money. And there's a great story from Greg Manorino in our upcoming Trends Journal that defines where we're going. Again, the Trends Journal is no other magazine like it anywhere. It's history before it happens. What they're talking about now, we were talking about a month ago. I should say two months ago. We started assessing the economic implications when it was off the board. U.S. shopping mall owners face financial reckoning. Some of America's biggest mall owners are facing financial reckoning as retailers from urban outfitters to Calvin Klein stop paying rent. Corporate bonds and these things are poof, way down. But don't worry, the Federal Reserve will buy them from you. Retailers fight for survival, facing hefty debt payments. Don't worry about it. The Federal Reserve will bail you out. McDonald's sees pain ahead after sales swooned in March. Web review firm lays off 1,000 people. Yelp, Inc. said, is laying off about 1,000 employees and furloughing another 
1100. So these are the kind of online reviews that uh, for restaurants, etc. Gone. Candy makers fear ruined holiday, Hershey, others. Yeah, and the small ones as well. Yeah. Web media cuts back as ads cease. And they're talking about Geo Media, who has Gizmodo and Deadspin, BuzzFeed, Vice, all cutting back, advertising revenues coming in. We don't, uh, we don't rely on advertising revenue. Not one advertiser in the Trends Journal. We're free to say what we want. That's why it's for subscription only, because nobody could tell us what to do, and we're not relying on them. We rely on facts and the truth. Pandemic speeds up corporate investment in automation. It's big, because now as there's more and more fear about socially distanced, and as we see more and more businesses lay off people, they're going to come back without the people and more automation. On to some other news. State Department official, official bullshit or bullshit er, official bullshit er. Iran remains significant threat in Iraq. In comments to reporters on Thursday, Assistant Secretary of State David Schenker reiterated concerns about Iran attacking U.S. interests in Iraq, saying the administration continues to view them as a significant threat. This report goes on to say that the U.S. is planning an attack on Iraqi militias they've accused of being aligned with Iran. So America has no business being in Iraq. All right? It was a war based on lies. World's worst humanitarian crisis deepens as coronavirus hits Yemen. The UN has warned that the world's worst man-made humanitarian crisis is set to deteriorate further. Confirmed in Yemen, a war-ravaged country where at least 14 million people are on the brink of famine. 14 million people on the brink of famine. 100,000 people so far died around the world in coronavirus, and this has been consuming the news since January. 14 million slaughtered, slaughtered by the Saudis and their allies, including the United States and the UK and France, who supply them with the weapons to murder. But don't be concerned about that. Don't be concerned about that. Yeah, we got about 18,000 people dead in the United States. The coronavirus out of a population of 330 million. More than two-thirds of Yemen's population requires humanitarian assistance. It goes on and on. On and on. Coronavirus could push half a billion more people into poverty globally, UN warns. No kidding. Again, they just started talking about the implications of this within the last three weeks. We started talking about it in February. And here we are in April. India's food supply chain phrases workers stay home. Yeah, conditions are so great over there already. What about 500 people died in India of a population of 1.3 billion. You know why they're closing it down. The details are in your trends journal. 
Coronavirus live update. This is the breaking news. China reports 40 new cases, one death. One death, and you're telling me about this? In a country of 1.4 billion people? No coronavirus is not the leading cause of death in the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says. This is the breaking news now on the Cartoon New Network, CNN. Even though the coronavirus pandemic continues to take lives across the United States, it's not become the leading cause of death in the nation. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention confirmed to CNN. You got need them to confirm it? How long have we been talking about this? You know the numbers. Over and over and over and over, we've been repeating them. They add up to nothing. What about one thirtieth of one percent in the United States? U.S. coronavirus deaths passed fourteen thousand. This is today. I said eighteen thousand. But <laughs> and future projections are better than expected. So far this season, the CDC estimates. Again, we pull this up. It's not in their article. 63,000 deaths from the flu this year. Cigarette smoking is responsible for 480,000 deaths per year in the United States. And now that guy Fauci, that little clown, that little arrogant boy, don't shake hands anymore for the rest of your life. Yeah, shake that, Junior. Come over here and tell me not to shake anybody's hands or kiss anyone. You little freak. You're a lying little jerk. You're the guy that said 250,000 people, and now he's saying likely 60,000. 60,000, less than the flu, and now you know what they're all doing? California's steps help to limit cases. That's what they're all saying. They're all saying that by their actions, they've kept the numbers down. Hey, how about over there in Brazil? Oh, what do you got, 400 people there dead out of a population of how many? 212 million people, and the place is wide open. How about that place over there called uh, Sweden? Yeah, they have a few hundred people dead over there, too. About a population, I think about 10 million people. Italian Prime Minister Giuseppe Conti, with a U, today extended the nationwide lockdown to contain the coronavirus until May 3rd. This is difficult, but necessary decision for which I take all political responsibility. You saluted to Mussolini, you're saluting to this little freak too. Political responsibility, politicians look up the definition. Someone that's manipulative and devious, typically to gain advancement within an organization. What human being with a brain bigger than a pea would believe a politician? And he says it right here. I tell you, I'm telling you what to do. You're going to start seeing blowback. You're going to start seeing this thing starting to unravel. Another month of close downs in a country that's going way down. 95% of the businesses are with employees of under 10. 
And it was down in recession levels going into already before this happened. And you had that other clown over there, that other jerk over there in uh, Ireland. He decided May 3rd too. I think they got less than 100 people dead over there. At a population, what, about 5 million. Smokers and vapors may be at greater risk of getting coronavirus. Yep, because the coronavirus attacks the lungs. This is exactly the moment, they say, when people should be tapering or, better yet, stopping the use of such products. Hey, more doctors smoke camels than any other cigarette. Yeah, you could look up that ad. 480,000 people died of smoking in the United States. The people that are dying, you know the data we've been putting in the Trends Journal. And remember, subscribe to the Trends Journal. Stay ahead of the news on top of the trends. We tell you what's next and, 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 and what's going to happen in developing geopolitical, socioeconomic, business, environmental, health trends that nobody else is providing. So what we're saying over here is that look for the facts. The facts are, and we've been reporting them, the people are dying are elderly with chronic ill. And when you look at the numbers coming out of places like Brazil, coming out of uh, Detroit, obesity and diabetes, and then lung disease, okay? It's unhealthy people that are getting hit with this that are dying. And then if, if a thousand or so that were healthy died, hey, that's life, isn't it? A tight rain over Easter. Globally, officials warned that Easter weekend was no time to abandon social distancing. <laughs> One after another. New Zealand, you ready for this? The New Zealand police said people would risk arrest if they drove to vacation homes over Easter. While Portugal moved to stop Easter visits by halting commercial flights and five airports, Lithuania locked down major cities. And Chancellor Angela Merkel said, we must keep this up over Easter and the days afterwards. So what they're going to do, they're all going to claim victory when not a lot of people died. And they did claim victory. They claimed victory over robbing us of our freedom and democracy. Because residents in Baltimore challenge a police plan to use surveillance planes. So there you have it. That's some of today's trends in the news. I wish you all a Bona Pasqua and a happy Passover and peace on earth, goodwill to men and women. This is Gerald Salenti. And that's some of today's trends in the news.